Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, thank you for joining us. This is 720 WGN. Deidre Ballman is with us. Deidre is an attorney representing some folks in Chicago who are very upset that their park shelter is now being turned into what looks like a shelter for immigrants. Thank you for joining us, Attorney Ballman. What made you take this case? Thank you so much. Well, a number of people um, actually last Friday filed pro se complaints uh, trying to, and asking for injunctive relief. Um, I took a look at those complaints and I I thought this is not going to work. And so I I did volunteer my services to file a temporary restraining order and an amended uh, verified complaint for injunctive relief. And a lot of it has to do, I mean, let's face it, every time they try and put migrants or asylum seekers in any neighborhood, there's backlash. But a lot of it has to do in this particular neighborhood, the services haven't been there for that neighborhood for years. And now they're wondering why people are making so many changes and working so hard to accommodate those who are newly entering our area. Yeah, that's true. The focus of uh, the suit, Though I think, you know, is really that this is a public park space. It is for this community. It's a community that, as you, as you alluded to, is historically, um, I, w- I would say underrepresented and not uh, fully um, served by, by the government and by, by the city. And so, yes, people are very, very upset, but in particular, because it is a park, a park that serves youth, um, elderly, and just so many hundreds of people in the community rely on that, um, that is why they are um, upset. And that that is what the lawsuit is based on, that this is a, this is public property. This is held in trust by the Chicago Park District for the use and benefit of the community, and that's what it should be used for. Um, it, in this case, we didn't find any evidence that the uh, Park uh, District Board uh, con- considered this, voted on this, um, that zoning issues, um, health and safety issues, uh, issues of crime, um, and so forth were, were even considered. And, of course, the big thing, the community was not um, brought into the discussion. Um, it creates so much frustration when people feel yeah. like they don't have yeah. a voice about what is happening in their neighborhood. We're talking about Amundsen Park and Galewood. Uh, this is Attorney uh, Ballman, she has taken on the case, and there was a thought that maybe there, this was put on hold, right? Didn't an older person say that it was put on hold? And then I understand that people saw things starting to arrive, like porta potties, and people were asked to turn in their keys to the field house. So, where does it stand right now? Well, that that is a good question. Yes, um, 
the the mayor had indicated um, earlier in the week that this was on hold. At that time, that is when I filed my emergency motion for temporary restraining order, um, and then uh, which the court actually um, said was not an emergency, and she uh, asked that we refile it, which I did, of course, today, and it, it will be heard next week on the 17th. But, um, of course, that motion did not include what you've just mentioned, that after filing that, there were porta-potties that showed up, um, staff is apparently leaving, and so forth. So I um, need to find out, and I know people are monitoring the situation, to see if they you know, are reneging on what, what they had promise which was that this would be halted and you know we know to my knowledge no one's gotten information that they changed their mind on that but um yeah i i may need to go into court tomorrow um given the the changes every day there are new facts that we learn so and and i'm unfamiliar with the park so how big is the field house and how many asylum seekers or immigrants would it hold you know, I don't. I don't know the answer to that. It is a beautiful park, um, quite large. It's got um, basketball and other other courts available. The field house is fairly large, um, so I don't. I don't know. I I would suspect not more than you know a couple hundred. I but I don't know what what right. the intention is. Right. And some neighbors who were gathered at Amundsen Park were saying that they were just going to sleep out. They were going to stay there. They weren't going to allow this to happen. Are those some of the people you're representing? Yes. And has the other than the porta potties has? Uh, go ahead, Steve. I know you got a question. Uh, Deidre, if uh, the judge said it wasn't an emergency, um, and she's going to hear your arguments next week, does that mean that? she would not rule on your argument next week that she could take it under advisement for some time? Or what's the timetable in that regard? Yeah, that's always possible. Just procedurally, this is a little complicated. I filed for an emergency TRO, temporary restraining order, which means without without notice. So the um, park district in the city, wasn't they weren't formally notified, and she decided that, because they had, the city had indicated they were putting a halt to it, that um, it was not an emergency such that the, the defendants would not be notified. They will be notified uh, today, and um, I refiled, <laughs> refiled uh, the motion. It, it will be up next week. It is always possible that she uh, could permit briefing, that things can get continued, and so forth. So um, the the issue is not whether or not so much it was um, whether the t- that the TRO um, was proper or not. The issue is that just the notice to the defendants. So if I learned again that you know they, they're just moving full steam ahead, we're we're going to have to go in tomorrow on another motion for temporary restraining order. And this time the defendants will have notice and, uh, you know, it, it will present a different situation. Thank you so much for joining us and please keep us up to date. I will. And thank you. Thank you for having me. Attorney Deidre Bauman. 
representing residents taking legal action over Amundsen Park shelter being used for migrants in Chicago. Every one of these interviews we do see, Steve, it seems like there's just very little transparency. Like they're told one thing and something else happens. Well, it's a it's a crisis. I mean, yeah. it's part of it, you know, and um, it, so I, I understand some of that. And, you know, we're hearing different sides of things. Right. Um, yeah, there's not there's not a there's not a city head or spokesman for the plan. I, and I think I think you're right. There's not a singular person to. Uh, respond to these questions or these issues and that would help us all understand it a little bit better but i mean i am sympathetic to the fact that it's an it's an overwhelming situation absolutely hey robert sherman is facing some overwhelming tasks trying to cover the war of israel against hamas and he is on the ground in tel aviv he'll check in with us then we'll speak with david goldenberg regional director of the ADL, about what is sprouting up online in relation to that war. That all comes after Steve's News next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.